2: keep you well and that's what you get with balance of
3: nature start now by going to balanceofnature.com, and don't forget to use discount code KMC
4: our ministry will only grow there will be many more followers but I have chosen you 12 as my apostles you're sending us an apostle is the same as a messenger one who I know what it means Matthew
5: the acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical
4: experience I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will
3: cast out demons.
4: Why are you all looking at me like that?
3: Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him.
4: Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things.
5: The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit TheChosenTickets.com today.
6: Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA.
5: When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep Almost immediately, I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning.
6: That's why I invented my pillow. one get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow
7: products that's mypillow.com promo code kmc coming to
0: theaters january 26th left behind rise of the antichrist was it the rapture yes i saw it
7: listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters.
6: Uh,
2: Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, four, three, two, one.
7: Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity.
8: Kevin McCullough, no.
7: Lots to get to today, friends. Is the Second Amendment under fire? We'll find out. Uh, is there... Uh, More that can be done to help um, Ukraine defeat Vladimir Putin. We're going to talk about that as well. Plus, what's the latest with your kids and uh, why you should care? It's all straight ahead on Kevin McCullough Radio. Bench
3: Thinking, Kevin McCullough. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I
6: found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people
0: think.
3: Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He
6: Can't. He's playing the role. As, uh,
0: as well as anyone he could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are
6: he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio.
7: All right, friends. It's a very busy Thursday, and uh, that was before my ten-year-old started puking at the house. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's uh, it's a very busy day. There's lots going on, and I need to do this programming alert right up front. Um, and it has nothing else to do with my ten-year-old. Coming up this Saturday night on the Salem News Channel, which is the uh, which is the the new twenty-four hour a day news channel started by Salem. Media Group, which owns many of the stations that this show is heard on. Um, I will be back for the second episode of That Kevin Show. Uh, We did not get canceled after our first episode, so that means they're letting us back for at least one more try, Uh, and i got to tell you, we've got a great lineup. Uh, Rick Leventhal, former war correspondent for Fox News, you may remember him getting caked in uh, World Trade Center dust because he was the first one down there uh, to report, but he also reported live from uh, t- terror incidents, natural disasters. Uh, you basically name it war zones. Uh, if it broke out, Rick was on the case, he's going to be with us, uh, on Saturday night. We've also got the amazing Dr. Monica Crowley going to join us. Um, musical guest Torin Wells will be tearing it up. He's got a brand new song, uh, that will be, uh, featured with it he, he will be featuring that with us. And then the attorney for Donald J. Trump, uh, twenty four Christina Bob will be with us to uh, talk uh, election integrity and comedian uh Maureen langen uh, and this this woman is funny so if if you want a kind of cool way to chill and kick back on saturday night nine pm eastern eight central uh, and you can get it on any app any streaming dis- uh, device just download the Salem news channel app on your uh, favorite device, Roku, Apple TV, uh, Prime, Fire, Google Play, It's, it's there, we're everywhere. Or you can just go to snc.tv uh, and lo- download the apps or watch live there online, snc.tv, uh, and we will be seeing you Saturday night. Huge show. Please join us, That Kevin Show. All right, we've got a lot that we're going to get into today, but my first guest is um, someone that has been very carefully trying to uh, communicate to the world the actual story on the ground in Ukraine. And that's important from this perspective. When the invasion of Ukraine took place, I clearly saw the difference in the good and the bad, and Vladimir Putin was the bad. That is why we have um, asked the founder and president of Ukrainerises.org to join us, and Jessica Blazer now does. Jessica, thank you for being here is it Thanks understandable so that is it understandable that some Americans are a little confused about who to trust and who to listen to on Ukraine given the wide i don't know varying degrees of perspective that people are coming to this with
9: Absolutely you know I think it's it's absolutely understandable I mean it's difficult to to have that clarity sometimes within our own territory if you will so if you're talking about a place like Ukraine and Russia, which is an artist and a master of propaganda for years um, under the tyrannical Putin regime, then absolutely it's understandable.
7: Yeah. Well, I'm, that's why I'm glad we get to talk to you, because you kind of see it from the clearest perspective possible. Let's talk about um, what the world is talking about this week. Uh, Germany, it looks like, is going to give them a few a few divisions worth of Leopard 2 tanks. Um why is this important? Uh, to me, it demonstrates a willingness by the European community to finally step forward and do something, which I feel very good about. Um, is Will this make a, 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 an impactful difference for the Ukrainians?
9: Yeah, absolutely. So it is incredibly crucial that Ukraine is receiving this support from a heavy weapons perspective and from an ability to defend its own sovereign territory, These tanks will make a huge difference. As you said, Putin is preparing a larger offensive. And these tanks, along with any other support from European nations, is going to go a long way on the ground.
7: Well, and let's talk about um, what they have done so far. For people that have not followed it day to day, the war looked like it was coming at Ukraine from three different kind of fronts. And once Ukraine got the upper hand on a couple of those levels, it looked like the Russian forces retreated to just kind of the far northeastern uh, uh, tact uh, on, on Ukraine. Is that where the conflict now stands? Uh, how many fronts are there? Where, what, what, is the, what, what are the chess pieces uh, s- sort of positioned as?
9: Yeah, that's a great question. I would say definitely the, the largest amount of effort – new effort uh, is definitely being spent in the Northeast, as you mentioned, around the Bakhmut region. Um, unfortunately, there have been some minor successes on the Russians' part recently, but absolutely the Ukrainians are gearing up to continue defending their sovereign territory there. I would say, though, that you know, there is, it's a bit in the background in terms of news reports and such, but you know, the Nevsk and Lugansk, those those Donbass regions are still very much contested. And Ukrainians continue to try and make headway there as well. And then, unfortunately, you know, with the um, Black Sea, uh, you do have the Russians still sending a lot of um, unfortunate missiles and rockets from that area on across all of the Ukrainian region as well.
7: Yeah. As we're coming up on nearly a year in which this has been going on... Um What is the uh, what is the condition of the ability to get exports out of Ukraine and things imported into Ukraine? I know that a large part of the population has moved on to uh, refugee areas, but um, are they, for instance, uh, able to get any wheat or grain out of the country right now?
9: That's a great question. And, you know, they, they have been able to get some of those exports out. They did have to switch largely to doing that uh, via trucks as well as rail wherever possible. Um, but the largest exports were always across the Black Sea. And unfortunately, Russia has been incredibly difficult just blockading that area, even though they supposedly agreed to allow... Uh, Ukrainian grains to, to go to countries that need to feed their people. Um, yeah. So it has been incredibly difficult, but the Ukrainians have continued to do so, absolutely.
7: If you were to put into a summary of what Ukraine Rises is wanting to see happen right now, what would
3: that be?
9: I would say that it's an understanding from all of the Ukrainian people's allies that what this is is not charity this is an investment in our collective future in democracy freedom and truth because the Ukrainians are yes fighting on their own territory at this time but they are fighting on behalf of every freedom loving person yeah. in this world and,
7: well, so and I wonder what
9: you believe in then
7: it's- and I wonder if Germany's Sorry, go ahead. I'm just wondering if Germany's contribution changes that equation because Russia did I mean Putin did seem to indicate that uh if you if you gave hardware to the Ukrainians you were declaring war on Russia. That was early on and I know that a lot of different countries now have have kind of violated that on some level, but I do wonder um if it is uh his intention to create a larger regional conflict and certainly NATO's not in the mood for that right now.
9: NATO is not and should not be in the mood. I don't think the Ukrainians were in the mood either but the reality is that Putin is a bully and he is an absolute tyrant. He's been favor rattling this entire time and I don't think that's changed.
7: Yeah. All right. Uh if you'd like uh more, how do people find Ukraine Rises?
9: Uh they can visit us at Ukrainerises.org and uh and make a donation there or reach out to us and we're happy to chat.
7: All right. Jessica Blazer, we'll have you back. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. You got it. Kevin McCullough, we've still got a huge show straight ahead. Are we in need of defending the Second Amendment? Someone says yes. Stay with us.
0: Coming to theaters January 26th. Left Behind. Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes. I saw it.
2: Keep you well, and that's what you get with Balance of Nature.
3: Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC.
4: Our ministry will only grow, there will be many more followers, but I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us an apostle is the same as a messenger, one who I know what it means, Matthew.
5: The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience.
4: I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will
3: cast out
4: demons. Why are you all looking at me like that?
3: Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him.
4: Heal the sick.
3: Cast out demons.
4: Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things.
5: The Chosen Season 3 begins with episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today.
4: Hello, I'm
6: Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped My Pillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When
5: I got my pillow, I'm asleep.
7: Code KMC.
6: Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio.
7: Yeah, coming up yet on today's show, uh, Kelsey Bowler with a real heartbreaking story out of Iowa. Will it be in other places next? Uh, will they will they uh, abandon parents' rights on things? Uh, we will discuss all of that uh, with Kelsey Bowler coming up. Uh, also, Raven Harrison on uh, some Sheila Jackson Lee funny business down in Texas. But next, I want to turn to the case that the Supreme Court uh, just uh, issued a, a, a statement on, and it's interesting because if you look at how the press has reported this, with with um, the 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 big massive headlines, oh, Second Amendment's in trouble, Supreme Court unanimous decision, you know, taking down the Second Amendment. I don't know that that's what they actually did, but let's find out from. Uh, someone who is uh, in the know on this, uh, Larry Correa, is the author of In Defense of the Second Amendment. Uh, Larry, the the New York case that was brought, and it was brought by, I think, a lot of the same people that, that brought the uh, Brown case, uh, previous uh, gun shop owners, etc. cetera, um, the, the Supreme Court didn't jettison their case. They didn't torpedo their case. They just said they're not going to uh, temporarily halt the, the process of what's going on. T- tell us what happened.
10: Well, in the aftermath of the Bruin decision uh, where the Supreme Court basically struck down New York's uh, really blatantly unconstitutional gun laws, uh, specifically for carrying guns, they uh, had a whole bunch of um, new rules put into place to try to come into compliance with the Supreme Court. And everything they did was actually kind of worse. They they put in all sorts of crazy stuff. And immediately the lawsuit started to fly. And what this was was like, uh, the Second Circuit... Uh, is being allowed to work through it. The Supreme Court's not just, like, uh, forcing the issue and taking it right. from them. Let, they, they usually let the lower dockets do their work. Uh, but what has happened most recently was the Supreme Court said, hey, look, you've got these, I believe it's four or five cases. You must rule on these now. And so th- th- they're trying to spin it as, a, uh, as the first part when Sotomayor uh, said, no, we're not going to review this. Uh, kicked it back to the second, uh, that was in the media all over as like a big, giant victory. But as of most recently, no, it's still out there. Uh, this is yeah. still pending. And I believe we are now five cases that they need to come up with something on uh, pretty quick here. So we'll see what happens. What um, What
7: are the, the five uh, cases contending?
10: Um, well, let's see. So this is not something I've kept up on because I've I'm, I'm been doing this nationally, not uh, New York-specific. But from what I've seen, it was the um, – oh, my gosh. Let me think, Eric. I've been keeping up on Colorado and Maryland and uh, – Well, and the reason that uh, I,
7: I ask is this. because the – to mix them up. The reason that I ask, the, the uh, original ruling uh, in the Bruin decision was far-reaching. In fact, in the neighboring state of New Jersey – uh, following the decision, they had to uh, alert their local municipalities that they were going to have to uh, issue the concealed carry permits differently than they had been doing uh, in order to be uh, in, you know, in compliance with uh, the ruling that the court had handed down. And I know that Hochul basically said when the decision came down, nice try, Supreme Court, we're going to we're going to stick our tongue out at you and, and say uh, nana uh, and do it again. And I think that's what got these groups um, really fired up. As you said, most of the, the restrictions and got worse um, and even less uh, constitutional and, and much more murky in terms of how to enforce them. And I think that uh, what we're going to have to see ultimately is a nationwide declaration one way or the other that either limits are going to be allowed state by state to be put on the Second Amendment. Or that, for the most part, the country is going to have to come to a uh, an ability to live with guns, and I'm certainly yeah. in the latter category.
10: I believe what's going to happen here, and, and and like I said, I haven't kept up on all these five particular New York cases because I've been keeping up on trying to keep up on everything uh, for the last couple of weeks here because they've kind of gone crazy uh, in the aftermath of Bruin. All the states, they, uh, the the deep blue states that are loving their gun control. Um, they're kind of flailing and they're they're pushing for crazier and crazier things, and court-wise, long-term, that's actually going to be very good for the Second Amendment because the more craziness they pull up, the harder it is for them to justify. Uh, if you remember, uh, Sam Alito during Bruin specifically had he said that they had to have like a historical precedence uh, for why you could limit the Second Amendment right. And you'll notice that California and New York, what they're referring to now as a historical precedence, are these really old racist laws that were designed to disarm people uh, of specific demographics, and with things like freed slaves, or in the case of New York, of the Irish, uh, they, 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 because they, you know they, they didn't have the temperament to have firearms, and that's what they're trying to fall back on. Yeah. And so, and another thing, part of this decision, too, was uh, you can't really... Uh, regulate and infringe upon something that's so common and useful to the people. So they're now trying to make this argument that we're going to regulate these things based upon you know 200-year-old racist laws, and we're going to regulate these things, even though they're the most common and useful things everywhere else in the country, we're going to say that they're not useful at all. And so it flies kind of in the direct face of what uh, the Supreme Court just directed them. actually, and they're going to do that, and
7: they're going to have the audacity to try to do that in two states – where you have some of the worst uh, modern day crime stats uh, that can be faced with, like the very need for why this gun law needed to be constitutionally determined when it did was it really came in the face of uh, an abject uh, plummet in safety and, and spiking crime uh, in the state of New York. And people were like, I want to defend myself. I should have the right to defend myself against pure evil walking down the street. I shouldn't have to have a special reason to say why I need to. I just should have the right to defend myself.
10: Yeah, I go into I go into the stats a lot in the book, and it's really fascinating to me because if you were to talk to the average person on the street who just watches the news, they think that America has been on this massive crime wave forever with shootings every day everywhere. And that's not the case we actually had up until twenty twenty we had a thirty year downturn in violent crime. Twenty twenty we had our year of violent but yet mostly peaceful, fiery chaos. And it reversed that. It took us all the way back to we went all the way back to nineteen ninety three level murders just instantly. And during the same time period when the police departments in a lot of American cities were pulling back and saying, We can't help you if you call nine one one, good luck you're on your own. We have the states that are supposed to protect the people saying, well, we're also going to ban all the guns. So we're not going to protect you, and we're not going to let you protect yourselves. It's 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 this weird, sick, twisted thing that they're putting on the people. Uh, I know the New York crime is, I, I, feel for, uh, I feel for the people of New York. From what I've seen there, it's just gotten so bad over the last few years. And uh, now they're saying that, nope, you can't defend yourself at all. That's our job, only we're not going to do it. Yeah. So it, it's tragic.
7: Well, if you uh if you want to read more about what Larry's talking about, uh get a hold of his book. It it, it hits the streets uh February 1st, In Defense of the Second Amendment, uh forwarded by Nick Searcy. and uh, it's it's available through Regnery, which is a sister company to many of the uh the owner of the station of many of the stations that this broadcast is heard on, and I would uh, strongly recommend that you get it. And congratulations, Larry. You're already on uh, two or three best lists. I mean, Uh, In uh, political freedom and United States government and political conservatism, you're already in the top five. So good on you for that. And in the top thousand overall, and your book's not even out yet. So very, very good stuff. In defense of the Second Amendment, Larry Correa, thank you for being with us. Uh, Thank you. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back live from New York. Don't go away.
8: Hope is hard to find. A new collection of real life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now.
2: Did you know color is vital to your health? Now, I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant light is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach and broccoli. Resveratrol
6: Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium MyPillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get
7: deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's mypillow.com, promo code KMC.
0: Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the Rapture? Yes, I saw it. Happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations.
1: How do we know who we can trust? Trust God.
0: Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. Coming to theaters January 26th. Left Behind Rise of the Antichrist.
1: Was it the Rapture? Yes.
6: Amplifying truth and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All
7: right, Kevin McCullough, you know, just because Republicans got Congress doesn't mean that there still aren't wackos out there trying to push things that are a little bit on the verge of uh, crazy. And for Texas native Sheila Jackson Lee, that crazy has seemed to uh, found no limits uh, in terms of the number of years and the number of things she's able to say do and put forward, and she's done it again with a, a piece of anti-white supremacy legislation that actually just seeks to punish white people in general. Um, and she got a lot of pushback on it. And now she's saying, oh, it's misinformation. You, you, don't, you don't understand what I'm doing. Let's go to Texas. Raven Harrison ran for the uh, CD26 seat there in 2020. Uh, she lost uh, in the Republican primary. But she's still fighting for the uh, good people of Texas, and she joins us now. Uh, Raven, uh, also a podcast host, congratulations on the podcast. Welcome to Kevin McCullough Radio. Uh, Raven, I have a really hard time with anybody that develops legislation that's designed to target any individual personally. Um, If we have a white supremacy bill, why don't we also have a black supremacy bill or a brown supremacy bill or any of the other colors of the rainbow that we can put in there? To cover the people that just sometimes do things that we don't like, and I don't like most of the actions, if not all of the actions, that someone who would who would align themselves as a white supremacy, a, a white supremacist, to be, I, I probably wouldn't like any of the stuff that they do. But I'm a white person, and I have no desire to do any of that stuff. And I don't understand why, I don't understand how this bill would have helped anything except Sheila Jackson Lee um, targeting you know, mostly minority voters saying, look, I'm willing to take on the big, mean white people. Uh, and most of right. most of American white people like their fellow Americans. Well, exactly. This is absolutely the biggest load of garbage. The the fundamental
11: principle, Kevin, as you know, is if you lead with race, you're a racist. And she is counting on the fact that, you know, people who push back about that are, are racist. I mean, this is their favorite word to toss around. And that's why I'd like to be able to speak to it because a woman of color, it's racist. It's ridiculous, and it's nonsense. And she should be reading the Constitution. I mean, when did we stop teaching that in schools, Kevin? I mean, that's literally the first rule. The First Amendment says Congress shall make no law, you know, abridging somebody's free speech, which is exactly the essence of this. She is trying to curtail and and eliminate speech for some reverse segregation. She's been doing this for years. This is basically her entire platform.
7: Yeah. And this is the, this is the same basic concept of what the CRT program is that uh, people are pushing in schools now. And there's uh, someone who's on one of the uh, uh, television promos for one of the uh, films uh, that uh, SalemNow.com has put out called Whose Children Are They Anyway? But it's a yes. former secretary. And he says, you cannot use racism to fight racism. And that seems to be the thought that they have come up with. The best thing we can do in their mind to stop racism is to be reverse racist. And and, 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 and as opposed to why don't we teach universal principles of human dignity and, uh, you know, honoring our fellow man because they're made in the image and likeness of God. Now, we can't do that because then we have to do things about abortion and other things that attack that dignity. So we can't have dignity and honor be the basis of what we teach. It's got to be race.
11: And what we have to do also is we have to tear down a fundamental piece of the leftist communist doctrine, which is they have this – you have to listen closely to the wordage. They will say, you know, the Constitution, the, the founding documents say all men are created equal. That's not what the left seeks to do. They are looking to create an equal outcome for all men. And that was not guaranteed in the Constitution. And there is no with when you've got a segment that represents 12 percent of the population. I mean, I'm Native American. That's even less. So this this doctrine is already founded on this racism and it seeks to have the pendulum hyper swing the other way. So we're going to trade the the nonsense of the 60s and the hyper racial tensions now for that target against white people and put them on the defensive. It is absolutely. And the fact to have that presented as a bill that comes out of someone who represents the United States Congress is egregious and disgusting.
7: Raven, I I think you probably have some thoughts about the uh, Biden document scandal.
11: I feel that this was they raided President Trump to set up a, a precursor of getting Biden out. He was installed to remove President Trump. And now he has outlived his usefulness, so the left is hanging him out to dry. Both my parents are retired Air Force colonels with security clearance, and I've never found documents littered around. And three months after the election, it stinks to high heaven.
7: I'm not sure that Joe Biden knows where he put his uh, wrenches, though. So, I mean, the the idea that he could have misplaced them, that does kind of strike me as interesting. What's also interesting is, as I was speaking with Kyle Becker, the journalist yesterday, is that apparently in some of the emails on the Hunter Biden laptop, he specifically cited information that was found in classified documents. And we haven't heard anybody talking about that yet. We're going to have to. Raven, thank you for your time today. Come on back and see us again. Would love it, Kevin. Thanks. Have a great one. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back from New York. Don't go away.
0: Coming to theaters January 26th. Left Behind. Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes. I saw it
6: one get one free offers and get deep discounts on
8: all my pillow products
7: that's mypillow.com promo code
8: kmc when hope is hard to find a new collection of real life stories from fox news's harris faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most faith still moves mountains miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now
2: Balance of nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste and smell, Keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature.
3: Start now by going to BalanceOfNature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC.
8: When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real life stories from Fox News's Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to FoxNewsBooks.com to pre order now.
4: Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers.
8: That I have chosen you twelve as my
4: apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew.
5: The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience.
4: I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that?
3: Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him.
4: Heal the sick, cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things.
5: The Chosen Season 3 begins with episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com
3: today.
6: Take one modern lady mixed with classic sensibilities and a keen eye on what's news. A fellow at the Independent Women's Forum, Kelsey Bowler, exclusively at Kevin McCullough Radio. All
7: right, uh, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Please don't forget, Salem News Channel, Saturday night, the brand new That Kevin Show. It's been extended one more week. Didn't get canceled after my uh, debut episode, so we're kind of excited about that. Rick Leventhal, Monica Crowley, uh, musician Torrin Wells, and uh, comedian uh, Maureen Lengen all scheduled to be with us. I hope you'll check it out. 9 p.m. Saturday and Sunday nights on Salem News Channel, snc.tv, to download the apps or watch online. Uh, My next guest, Kelsey Bowler, the aforementioned, uh, with some interesting news back with us. Kelsey, always a pleasure to speak with you, and I know it comes at a price because you are a busy mom getting busier by the day, Um, but there is good news coming out of Iowa, and it has to do with this whole concept that I've been hearing people talk about in recent days about letting dollars spent for students' education follow the actual student and not the district. This is good news. Why?
12: Yeah, absolutely, Kevin. I am a busy mom, but this is a piece of news I am so thrilled to report on Iowa just became the latest state in the nation to pass uh, a school choice piece of legislation which provides uh, nearly universal access to um, to public funds for education to parents so that parents can be in control and decide, Where is best to send their children? So if the local public school that that child is assigned to due to their zip code um, is not serving that child, their parents now in Iowa can remove them from that public school system, receive government funding for their child's education, to pay for an an education option that makes sense and can help their own child succeed in that own child's individual way. Um, So this is about $7,600 per student, which is quite significant. So this is a huge game changer in Iowa. Uh, My husband was born and raised there. I am so happy to hear that families there now get more choice in their children's education. And this is a direct result of all the pushback we've seen from parents who have raised alarm over what's happening inside public schools, from public schools prioritizing politics over basic education. We've seen the reading um math standards just spiral down. We've seen public schools pushing these adult gender ideology concepts on very young children before their parents have an opportunity to properly introduce them to uh, their own children. We've seen uh, CRT and other far-left radical ideologies um, indoctrinating children across public school systems. And so now parents have a way out. They have an alternative. They are being empowered. This is great news, and it's something we hope to see spread in more states across
7: the nation yeah well and and along those lines uh kelsey and i've i've uh followed the argument for school choice is really uh, what the the argument was in favor of vouchers which in essence is the same type of concept uh that they were arguing about in the 80s and 90s uh but now it really has uh come to uh, fruition in some places in in iowa this is a great development and you know who's helped the most and i really want people to hear this it's not the, the, the kids living on the farms in the mostly rural areas. Uh, it, th- those, those schools tend to be um, not, you know, super horrible uh, to begin with, and it's not that parents are trying to pull their, their, you know, the he- their hair out of their head, you know, trying to figure out what they're going to do. But in the inner cities of places like Des Moines and some of the uh, places where you're going to have uh, a rougher time, less funding, um, and more crime, you're going to actually give parents who have kids in very vulnerable populations the opportunity to say, yeah, we're going to try something else. And lo and behold, watch test scores across Iowa increase over the next 10 years. I just, I'm going to guarantee you that's going to happen.
12: Right, and not just in private schools, but in public schools, because this competition is going to force public schools to improve their own performance and the the ways that they are serving and in many cases failing to serve children. So this is beneficial to all school systems, public, private, or alternative uh, methods such as homeschooling. And I also want to point out, you know, the issues I raised like CRT, gender ideology, uh, some of the COVID policies I know are politically driven. Um, they are polarizing, but this is a that benefits all families, all children, regardless of politics. Because you, as a parent, can choose a school that prioritizes your values and serves your child.
7: Well, and ultimately, it's going to be seen as political because what you're doing is you're taking money out of the hands of the teachers' unions, and you're gonna—they're just not going to have the power that they have anymore. And that's—and there's going to be people angry about that, and they're going to try to find problems with this. But I promise you, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to what I'm saying. This is going to do nothing but improve the uh, overall educational experience for all Iowan children. And it's going to be something that they that, that you know, is, is a long time coming. Now, Kelsey, what do we got to do to get this to go to other states? Because I know I know selfishly you'd love to see it come to Virginia.
12: Yes, absolutely. So Virginia, Texas, Nebraska, Oklahoma, those are just a couple other states that are actively actively. Um, pushing forward school choice legislation. Um, so if you live in any of these states that are considering these types of bills, it is really important to make your voice heard, to give children a voice uh, in this debate, because ultimately this is about their education, their future, and they uh, combined, with their parents should have the power to choose what is best for them. Um, so as we see more of... Um, More of these bills become laws in states across the nation, Arizona, Iowa, West Virginia. We're going to see more states, especially red conservative states, take up this legislation and, quite frankly, not be so scared to enact it, sign it into law, make it a reality for families. And in order to do that, we really do need parents' voices, parents' support. IWF where I work is trying to make parental voices heard so please head to our website um, submit your voice we have these great campaigns where we can make your voice heard use your stories to share with lawmakers and the general public about how these policies can be life-changing for the future of our
7: children agreed all right Kelsey Bowler always great to have you thank you for being here talk to you soon thank you Kevin McCullough coming right back
4: Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you twelve as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew.
5: The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience.
4: I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that?
3: Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him.
4: Heal the sick,
3: cast out demons.
4: Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. I don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things.
5: The Chosen Season 3 begins with episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today
7: code KMC.
6: What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin
8: McCullough radio.
7: All right, Kevin McCullough, super thrilled to have you with us. Thank you for being here. And um, thank you to everybody that uh, contributed to today's show. Kelsey Bowler, Raven Harrison, Larry Correa, and uh, Jessica Blazer. Uh, In relationship to Jessica's uh, segment, uh, earlier we were discussing the German donation of tanks to the Ukraine. Uh, The uh, intermittent time since, uh, the president has also announced that uh, the U.S. will be sending 31 of our Abrams tanks uh, to the Ukraine as well. And I guess that kind of goes back to what I was talking about. You know, early on, Putin was like, uh, you know, if you give Ukraine any uh, military supplies, it's going to be seen as an attack against us. He he doesn't really seem to be uh, being very serious about that, and I hope. And and I've said this from the beginning, I, I'd prefer us not to send a lot of dollars to Ukraine, uh, the, the the huge you know billions and billions and billions of dollars that uh, get sent. I'm not I'm not so much in favor of the money, but if we can give them hardware that allows them to fight and defend their country and keep themselves free of Putin's. Iron Grasp, I think that's a good thing. Speaking of Iron Grasps, uh, Tom Brady, didn't he used to play football? Anyway, he seemed pretty mad after the season. And now he's lashing out again. There was some rant he was caught on tape with, filled with expletives, uh, after Giselle, Giselle Bunken divorced him. And it's interesting that he's so angry about that because he had been married to giselle boonkin and i thought that he and giselle boonkin loved each other and he retired from football he didn't like that so he went back to football he made a, a, an agreement with giselle boonkin that he wasn't going to go back to football and so when a man breaks his promise to his girl sometimes his girl gets mad about it shouldn't come as a real big surprise that she would have been But instead of, I don't know, getting mouthy and angry and filling the world with expletives, while the headline says he's still trying to figure out what to do with with football, maybe football's the problem. Maybe if he let go of football and embraced family and being a dad and doing the things that he has by far the financial means to be able to do, maybe he would find a reason not to be angry. I know it's a sad, hard thing when the boy can no longer play the boys' games, but he's got a multiple million dollar, many times over job waiting for him in the broadcast booth. They made that known last year when he retired. So, I don't know, what's the option? Live angry, curse all the time? Be mad at the world's number one supermodel who happened to be your wife. Or maybe some self-reflection and say, is this really all that I want out of life? Just to throw the pass and win the game. How many rings will bring satisfaction? Or would maybe some more hugs from those cute kids of mine. Maybe that would be it. I don't know. I know what I would choose, and it's not cursing at the supermodel. I'm Kevin McCullough. We'll see you next time.